0: And welcome back to next scene podcast, the podcast taking on the festival of lights, one episode at a time. Once again, I'm your host Sean. And unfortunately, once again, my co host Brian could not be with us tonight. But in his stead, we have two wonderful, magical, very special guests. Um, All the way from uh, real comic heroes and the Marvel events timeline podcast. It's Travis bow. Welcome, Travis. Hello there. Hello. Um, and also darkening our doorstep this fine evening from Minute Impossible and the cast and the Furious. It's Jonathan Howell.
1: Ah, Jonathan. Another Jew is here. Ah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a I, I need a quota. Um, at least 50 percent of the guests for the podcast must be Jewish for this to be an official Hanukkah yep. podcast. So um,
1: and since I'm a man, uh, your entire podcast is now Jewish. So <laughs> mazel tov.
0: I thought it was the it was the mother of the podcast. It is. It is. I'm just, goes, making uh, just making up new things. No, if, but now see, I need ten Jews. You need a minion <laughs> for to to circumcise the podcast as it was. Banana. Uh, that's my favorite minion.
1: <laughs> Whoever banana. says that,
0: whichever one of them says that. Oh, the, one, with, I think that's the one, one eye. I always wonder, like, who knows the names of the minions? Bob. Because they, they never, it's, it's like Star Wars. They never say the names in the thing. It's only on the toys that have the names. It's like Walrus Man. They never say Walrus Man in Star Wars. <laughs> well, sure. You got to get the toy. Um, but I know, listeners, you, you hate it when we talk about the toys. Actually, so we are here to talk about for this seventh night of Hanukkah. We are talking about the eight defensive points of Hanukkah, which uh, is the season finale for season five of The League. Um, originally broadcast on the 20th of November, 2013. And it was a, an early Hanukkah that year, 2013. Hanukkah would start November 27th, just huh. one week after this episode aired.
2: Yeah, Tebow, did you know that Hanukkah moves around? I knew it moved. I didn't realize it could start in early, in late November. I've had,
1: I've had it in Thanksgiving. Yeah. I've had, uh, we've had recently, in the past five years, we've had Hanukkah yeah, at a, Thanksgiving. A Thanksgiving, like,
2: Thanksgiving Hanukkah. What determines that? The Jewish. Uh, I, I guess I should say I know nothing about Hanukkah or much of the Jewish faith.
1: It's okay. The uh, it's the Jewish calendar, which is not based on 365
0: days, right? <laughs> so the calendar is uh, off. Okay.
2: I mean that uh, it's also- it's
0: a it's a it's a lunar calendar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's you know so it's it's 12 months, but they're all 30 days. So it's 360 days instead of 365. And instead of doing a leap day, they do a leap month. Every, I should say we, because I'm Jewish, but I don't do it. So anyway, in the, in the lunar calendar, in the Jewish calendar, there's a leap month every few years. So it'll move around. It'll get earlier and earlier and earlier. And then suddenly it jumps to be very late.
2: Gotcha. Like, okay. like, like, the great like Jonathan said,
0: you, you can get a, a Thanksgiving year. Hanukkah. Yeah.
1: The good thing is it's also the year 5,783. Woo! So we got that going for us,
0: yeah, high score
1: yeah, high score
0: <laughs> we are obviously winning the calendar war here,
1: yes, uh-huh. and and as with all out. wars, when Jews win wars, they definitely get to keep the land <laughs> that they won
0: and don't have to fight for it for the next two thousand years. It's very uh, we we ain't no no give backs, no take backs, we called it so. go on heights, Mm-mm, not happening does it does all every episode get this Jewish? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, i came here not, for an education so i'm not, I'm not right this. away
0: we we are trying to be educational i know um, some of our listeners may not know as much about um, hanukkah as some of the other holidays we've covered in the past so yeah we, we try to you know it's it's edutainment we try to teach while we um, while we entertain and we we do very little of, of both um so speaking of of Hanukkah and the league and, and entertaining and educating. Um, why don't you educate our listeners before we, we dive into the action. Let us know what's, you know, what's your history with, with this episode, with the, um, the eight defensive points of Hanukkah. And I'll start with you, Jonathan. I've seen this episode
1: twice. First time I watched it was the first time I watched the league. And then over COVID I watched the league again. Cause it's fantastic. And it reminded me how great the league is. Um, This is a, so my, my, my uh, history is I'm a fan of the league. So wasn't at first probably picked it up season three. Once somebody Mm -hmm. told me it has nothing to do with football. Cause at first, cause I'm in a fantasy football league, as you well know, Sean, you've been in before and, uh, and, uh, and Tebow too. Uh, The, uh, I was kind of like, I don't want to, I literally don't want to watch a show like, it's it's it was like, what someone told me was it's like sports night. It's not really about sports. Oh, okay. I'm like, okay, cool. And 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 once I knew I I think at that point I was not on the radar of Nick Kroll. Like Nick Kroll's not on my radar. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot of the other guys from How Did This Get Made and podcasts that I liked, but I did not know uh Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll had just finished the Kroll show or not just finished, but he had like that was his last thing and I didn't really find him that funny. Now I do. He's Freaking hilarious! So that's where right. I, that's...
0: Yeah, he's he's funny. For some reason, the the crawl show w- was not. Um, yeah, but yeah, other he's stuff trying... he's done was
2: good. Yeah.
0: Um, how about you, Travis? What's your, what's your history with with the show with this program?
2: Uh, we adopted. You know, we we jumped on the show early on because uh, they would have been running promos for the league as we were watching. It's always sunny. Mm-hmm. So we we definitely started it. You know, maybe not. Very first week, but pretty pretty soon into season one, we were watching every episode. So and and continued to watch it through the end of the series and have rewatched the series a, a handful of times. And you know, love the show. I I will say the the final season, it it's really bad. There's yeah. some good episodes in there and some some fun ideas, but they go some weird places and. That's what always ruins a rewatch for me uh, of the league is just getting to that final season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tend to agree. So yeah, I was not familiar with most of the, the main actors, probably Nick Kroll's the only exception, but yeah. Um, and, and probably found it the same way. I think I watched from the first season, but probably saw it, you know, watching it's always sunny and seeing, um, seeing promos for it. But I, I got into fantasy football right around the time the program started. So it kind of worked out well for me around 2008, 2009 is when I started. Um, when I started on fantasy and started watching the program. So yeah, I watched all the episodes as they came out. I think I've done two complete rewatches start to finish of the series and then obviously preparing for the, um, preparing for the podcast. Well, actually not obviously from listening to me, but I did watch the episode several times in preparation. We would watch um, Always Sunny. You would watch the league. <laughs> then you would watch Sons of Anarchy. That
2: yeah, was
1: your FX block.
2: See, I, I would do uh, Rescue Me, mm. and then like no, no. Sunny, and and they had one show about addicts in in a support group. That that one stayed like only lasted like one season. The FX had they had a great you know lineup for a little while, but a lot of shows just fell off, but.
0: Yeah, yeah, it kind of did fall off at the end, but I think it was really good. And and like you said, Jonathan, it's it's if you can still enjoy it if you're not into fantasy. It's like if you're not a doctor, you can still watch Children's Hospital, think, um, yeah, that kind of thing. You know, I mean, I think it, there's a lot of little things if you happen to know the players and know a bit about fantasy, then I think it helps. And it's part of the joke that they get so serious about an eight-team league. And if, if for folks that that aren't familiar with fantasy football. Um. What you do is you 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 pick players and you get points based on how the players actually perform, but there's so many good players. I mean, there's and and so many games each weekend that if you've only got eight people playing, <laughs> everyone's going to have a stack team. It's not really,
2: mm.
0: um, it's it's not really competitive, not really serious. I mean, my league was was twelve teams, which is kind of the minimum, and then the last few years it kind of got down to ten. Um, and then, like it, it, you know, that's a sign that the league's kind of petering out. You really need 12, um, you know, or even 16 teams for a a serious fantasy league. So the fact that that they, you know they only the the league in the show is only eight eight teams. Okay, that- um, is actually they mentioned a couple times that like they get so serious about a league that really isn't, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> you know most other fantasy players would not consider them to have a a, a serious league.
2: That's great. I'd never picked up on that. I never understood why, yeah. you know, why their league was kind of uh, amateur. You know, yeah, people always like make a
1: face in the show. They're always like, "Oh, mm-hmm. we're in an eight man league," and then people go, Ugh. "Yeah, Like,
2: yeah. like yeah. why bother? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've. Aside from the the one time I played fantasy with, like Jonathan said, with with mm-hmm. him, and I've done some fantasy hockey a, a couple of years, but yeah, the the rules of fantasy sports are completely lost on me. I mean, I get how the player performs and then you score those points. But, you know, that was never what the show was about for me. Uh, so it was easy to be, because they are so good and so funny at conveying why they're angry about, you know, this player dropping a pass or, or whatever. You know, that was that, that always worked really well.
1: Well, the show's I mean, that's the great thing about the show. It's about it's about the week uh, that three or four days in between. Right. I don't remember at this point there were Thursday night games yet. Like, that difference between between Monday and Sunday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that was their life. And that was the show.
2: Because very,
1: very rarely were they actually, until at the end, like, somebody won. You know, We'll, we'll get into it. We talk about the episode. Um, but, you know, there's someone who wins gets a specific trophy. And someone who loses gets a specific trophy. That kind of stuff is in there. But it, all you have to know is, you know, at the level Travis is doing it is literally... There's a game and somebody wins and somebody loses and they're always yelling at each other and everybody wants to win. So that's all you need. And they're yeah.
2: very, you know, in, in you can tell they're friends, but most of them don't like each other and they all hate. <laughs> they all hate one yeah. particular person. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's an odd collection of people. One guy doesn't even know what he's doing. So, well.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to yeah. know. They're friends who really dislike each other. Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: this is based on, I mean, if we're talking, if we're going to get into the thud, this is Jeff Schaefer who created it with his wife. He, Mm -hmm. he, and he is Kevin. His wife is what's her face? Jenny. Jenny. That they, I mean, one, she looks like her and he, he doesn't look like, I guess he is kind of a Kevin.
2: Mm.
1: So, but it's, you know, it's, I guess this is their friends.
2: Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Which is pretty hilarious. I mean, obviously these are all, you know, creations.
0: Yeah. uh, And so their, their friends get to fight over who's the Andre. Right. Of the group. Um, but anyway, so speaking of Andre, let's let's so let's dive into uh, let's dive into the action here. Um, so we open uh, act one, scene one, as as it were, opens in the MacArthur living room where the gang often gather to watch the football. Um, and we get we get kind of the, the, the not not directly Hanukkah, but we get some Jewish co- content right off the bat. Jenny saying she's really coming around to Judaism, um, and I hadn't like in preparing I hadn't actually watched the previous episode, which probably would help. It seems like there was some lead in. I guess maybe she got some good fantasy tips from her from a rabbi mm. or something. But um, yeah, I felt a little say...
2: lost too because there were things. You know, I think a minute or two in they referenced someone named Ben, and I don't, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't remember who Ben was. So yeah, it was. I, I guess it's been several years since I've. Watch the show. So there were a few things like that. Like I couldn't remember what the setup was for, you know we'll get into it, but the the impetus behind, you know certain people converting to Judaism in you know, in this uh, episode. So
1: I mean, this uh, my first note was, you can't watch this if you've not seen the season, right? It, these characters are already like they're already running by the time you get to this. I'll see you in the fifth season. Um, I, I do recommend the show. I'll, I'll recommend it now before, you know, as we move on. This show's great. and But if you don't know their dynamic, you're not going to find this as funny as I find it. And probably you guys find it because you've seen every episode. So we're all mm-hmm. kind of like, like just the way they rib each other. It's very specific. Mm-hmm. And you have to know, like, you have to know Ruxin. You have to know who he
0: is. Yeah. You have to know taco. You have to know
2: Andre. And yeah. Yeah. Kevin and Pete's dynamic and.
0: And Rafi, and the, they they run over <laughs> some things really quickly. You're like, who is um, yeah, you know, Ruxin's homeless friend? Why, is, you know, just, yeah, the, the, the relationships the, there. The only
1: thing I can tell yeah. you in that is Jason Manzoukas is playing what he always plays, which is yeah. Jason Manzukas being insane. Just a,
2: just a trash person.
1: <laughs> he's the just, same person just, he is in <laughs> the good place. Yeah. He's the same person he is in most things he's in.
0: Which is perfect, which is all you need. Right. And, you know, should have, be no shortage of work where you just like, I need a Jason Manzoukis type. Get me, you know, Jason Manzukas.
2: We, we need someone on the show who's weirder than Taco. Yeah. <laughs> and dangerous. We, we need someone
0: that the audience can smell, even though <laughs> there's no smell of vision. There you go. We'll get you Jason Manzukas. Um, and Jason, we mean that with love in, mm-hmm. in the best possible way. If, if you're listening, and of course we know you're not. <laughs> um. What up, jerk? What up, jerk? Yeah. What up, jerks? Um, but yeah, so they're but they're they're trash talking. There's back and forth about um, you know about the fantasy football, about uh, you know pranks they play on each other to try to mess each other up to to not win or to lose even. And it turns out so Pete is losing to Taco who. Is, um, I guess, not bright, maybe the the nicest way to say it, Um, you know, for folks who aren't familiar with the show or the characters, but yet somehow has figured out how to send a video message. And so they cut. Taco is (laughs) Kevin's brother. Yeah. 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 yeah, Taco is Kevin's brother. He's Uh, the stoner.
2: He doesn't care about fantasy football. Everything
0: he does, he makes
1: money at because he's a genius like not on purpose. It's the dumbest things ever, but they all make money. And he gets every episode or at least every season, something of his gets bought by someone else. And then he's just kind of done with that idea. It's literally the how the writers get, move <laughs> yeah. on to new new ideas. There's like, yeah, yeah, I had that idea, but I sold it for uh, like $500,000. You're like,
2: <laughs> yeah. what? I was shocked that the EBDB appeared in this episode. Yeah. And I guess ap- apologies if for if I'm skipping to. Oh that's that. yeah jump around that's <laughs> That's fine. right
1: now I mean the I did if you had asked me when the Eskimo Brother database came up it would not have been the last season episode 5th yeah. episode 5th season I would have been like oh that's season 2
2: They definitely yeah. came up with the concept of Eskimo brothers and I I think this is the first place I had ever heard that and apologies I know that that is a offensive term yeah. But If it helps, they're not using it in that way? Not at
1: all, yeah. They're talking about it as if... Too, uh, why is it Eskimo? Because it, it, it's if, for those that are listening that aren't going to watch the show and just listen to this for fun, uh, Eskimo Brothers is when you've slept with the same person. You and an, another person have slept with the same
2: person, so there is a not at the same Kevin time Bacon style.
1: You know, there is a uh,
0: seven degrees of Kevin Bacon yeah. kind of thing going on.
2: You have one right. person in common that you've both... Slept with
0: your mm-hmm. your yeah. friend of a friend kind of thing right. with physical contact, which your brother. Yeah, I also had. Or had now that Eskimo brother,
1: you're now an Eskimo. Bro- I've never heard this yeah. term. Never heard someone yeah. say like if uh, Travis and I in college had both slept with the same person, we would be Eskimo brothers. Right. And in this show, that gives you a certain level of hey man, he's my Eskimo brother, so I can <laughs> ask him like to take me to to the airport.
2: Taco, yeah, Taco uses it like Airbnb. You yeah, know, it, to him, it's. I can sleep on this guy's couch if I'm, you know, traveling through, you know, wherever. Yes. So he's, he's created this network across the country, almost across the world, it seems, you know, of just uh, this, this, this database and this network. And I
1: feel like these guys were riffing on uh, even better writing that's on Arrested Development of the blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blog. you know, the, mm. those kind of words that all sound the same. They came up with Eskimo brother, and they and then they had because they didn't call it really EB. They never mm-hmm. called it EB until the DB, the database, and that so, right. yeah. I and feel it became EBDB B and B. Yeah, know, that's like, right. It, the B and B. It's all a uh, it's a ba 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 ba. Yeah, yeah. Shtick.
0: Yeah, it's a certain alliteration. It kind of Automata p. It rolls. And off if you don't know it. in this
1: episode, yeah. they do not explain any of it. this? No. <laughs> but of course, it's the fifth season, and it's the last episode of the season.
0: Yeah. But I, I kind of like that, that they don't they don't explain anything, which if you, you know, if you're familiar with the series or if you've watched it all the way through, you can just jump in and, and watch an episode here or there. But if you haven't, then you're going to be completely lost. But it's kind of like Festivus mm, where yeah. it, it, it became a thing like it. You know, I I, I I'd never heard of, of Eskimo Brothers before the show. But now, like, if I say it, um, people in the know will know what I'm talking about. Oh, which for sure. That's yeah. a tautology. Yeah. Um,
2: that was a, a nice thing about this show is that it is like a, a full season long arc that the show will. will yeah, it's a season. A, yeah, a season, I mean, a it football. truly is. It's it's not. Yeah, the the episodes aren't. Starts with the draft,
1: uh, ends with the final game.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, they're not episodic in any way. Like they're right. not. Like, they're, There's callbacks
2: could... to things from previous seasons, you know, previous episodes, of course. Uh, and
0: yeah. And it's it's. They're stupid people intelligently written, mm, which yes. I always enjoy. Like these characters are, um, if they're not low intelligence, they do a lot of low intelligence things. Right. Um, maybe just they let their emotions get the better of them. But the the writing is smart. It's smart writing of not smart characters.
1: Horrible people which, which with oh, horrible. good jobs. they That's <laughs> why right. Always Sunny. I mean, this is why this show, The League exists because Always Sunny exists yeah always sunny was the i mean we've talked about this uh tebow and i are huge fans of that i don't sean are you a fan of sunny i am a fan i'm a huge fan well i'm, I'm a big fan
0: huge maybe overstating it but i am okay. a fan yes
1: but you know it's one of those things where it's like you know the the we, there's always been the bad the bad people doing good things but this show at least has a level of they always eat it uh oh this, the chicago stuff i'm i live in chicago and it's it's always makes me laugh Nothing obviously is shut in Chicago. Yeah. But they're always at yeah. Morton Steakhouse. That's where they go get drinks. <laughs> they're always like, like if you look out the window of um, of where they are later on when they're at um, whose house are they? I can't remember. Oh, they're at Pete's house. Yeah. When you look out you the window, see. I'm like, where are they? <laughs> I was like, trying to figure out in Chicago because it's a green screen. And I was looking <laughs> at it, I was like, oh, come on.
2: So they're always, no. uh, it's, it's the it's, equivalent of, you know, every house or every apartment in Paris looks out perfectly on the Eiffel Tower, you mm-hmm. know.
0: Yeah. This, I so, mean, like, yeah.
1: Uh,
2: um so, so in this first
0: scene, so they've set up that it's the I think they, you know, they set up it's the final week of the season. Um, they're determining who's gonna be playing for the championship, the what they call the Shiva, and then who's gonna be playing for the Ruxin, which is the the trophy that the the last place team gets. And then they also set up this storyline with Taco and the EBDB. Then cut to a very short second scene where we see Andre, who is a plastic surgeon, uh, walking down the street. And he sees a, I guess not a billboard, a bench board, a bench advertisement from, excuse me, from a uh, competing plastic surgeon who is moving in on his territory of uh, toe plastic surgery. Played (laughs) by (laughs) Tom (laughs) Havard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what you call it? Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> fat toes
0: um so it'll set up andre's um Andre's storyline and then we cut to i think is that is that pete's apartment yeah. um
1: yes with the questionable
0: background yeah. yeah 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 with the questionable background yeah so this is they all live in lost. Uh, yeah <laughs> you know, they all live in these yeah huge spaces um so we get successful
1: they're super successful that's we how they're get, different uh, than
0: the sunny guys. Than the yeah. sunny guys, they're actually successful. Yeah. So we get more introduction to the the problems that Kevin's had, but uh, both Kevin and Pete have had with their season. We get uh, more talk of the the Ruxin from Ruxin, and um, we get more talk of the EBDB um, from In Taco, fair, and, and then
1: yeah. And, and
0: Barry and, and like, Andre comes in and and talks about his his beef that he's got with uh, oh he's Doctor Roku he's beefing <laughs> oh, oh he's be be hot beefing yeah um, and that's uh, kind of that's you know for uh, the folks that are familiar with the show like it's it's that's Andre's thing like he, he you know he, he's trying to make fetch happen yeah um, he oh he's yeah. Always got he's got like a different catchphrase every episode and it never catches on he's and always Andrei chasing trends Andre is the, bias. Uh, is the bias.
1: he doesn't know what he's saying like when he says stuff you're like what. His friends constantly make fun of like everyone m- makes fun of him. I don't remember having, I mean, I guarantee you there was somebody in our group that was this friend, but Jesus, this guy takes on a lot of shit, eats a lot of shit.
2: I yeah, just, yeah,
1: I was like, man, I don't remember. I mean, I guarantee you there's somebody if you're out there listening, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, if you're, it's something if I, you're not sure who's who it is in your friend group, <laughs> it's you. Oh it's no. You. Oh no. <laughs> um, I thought
0: I think this is something, well, I would say like I, we had an Andre, in our friend group, but like, like in high school, this is something you really should outgrow, Yeah, you know, through, you know, by the time you finish college, like by the time you're, you're, you know, um, early twenties, if like, I don't believe in frenemy, you know, like if, mm. if someone's your friend, they're your friend, if they're your enemy, don't associate you're, you're an adult. You don't have to associate with that person. Now, if it's a coworker, that's a different thing or a family member, but in terms of just friends, if you don't like someone, don't be mean to them. Just don't be around them. Um, so yeah, that that an adult has an Andre
2: in their group is kind of weird. I I really wish that they had cut this storyline from the episode because this episode is it's there's too much going on when you know, because this is their season finale or, or yeah, season finale, they're trying to do the it they're trying to make it a Christmas episode or or a Hanukkah episode as well. You know, I didn't know more Christmas than Hanukkah. I yeah, I didn't know that this episode was set. You know, at Christmas or Hanukkah until like the third act when yeah. uh, Andre totally this, when they're they're, a Christmas in, pageant. they're well, in the church <laughs> before that when they're in Kevin and Jenny's house and there's a few Christmas decorations mm-hmm. up and then Andre says something like, "Oh, these decorations are terrible." You know, I didn't know. Right. I mean. At this point, you know I know okay if they're if they're at the season finale, then that means they're at the end of the football season, which I understand is around you know is going to be in December. So mentally, I know this episode is set at Christmas time, but it's not in the episode at all. And so I think like this Andre uh, other Doctor storyline should have gone so that we could get more you know EBDB stuff more uh the judaism conversion you know more of uh Rafi and and Ruxin's sister that storyline that we'll get into
1: well that, or more that, of you know this season came out when this season comes out it's, it's uh, I have a thing up of when it started September 4th mm-hmm. 2013 so it's probably a christmas episode their season probably ended at christmas time right so there's no there's no other than the name of it being about hanukkah it's not enough hanukkah in it for me right i'm I'm saying it too early but there's not enough hanukkah in this for me or christmas really i mean really it just ends it just ends
0: in a church
2: yeah i i feel the same way
0: yeah that it doesn't yeah that doesn't necessarily need to be yeah i will say they could have you know they felt like oh we need to have you know we need to include andre because he's a character Mm -hmm. in the ensemble we want to include him just you know have him going up against jenny in the championship game and get him included that way. And I do think they could have done more with, with Ruxin and, and his sister Rebby and Rafi and, and
2: the kid. Because Um, the, the Andre and Aziz storyline that could have happened in any episode. I I, I get the feeling that they, they wanted to do this storyline with, uh, with Andre and give him a nemesis, but it didn't need to be in this episode know no, yeah. right. how many
1: because yeah, we listen to uh Tibo and i listen to the always sunny podcast so you now hear like how you break stories and how right in the writers room they write this guaranteed this was a post-it note on the board at the beginning of the season and right. they're kind of like well how do we
2: how do we slot this in do we wrap
1: yeah. it up and i, I would have <laughs> been fine with them not wrapping it up and having come back another season. seasons this show doesn't have to have every arc you know the big arc is really the season. It doesn't matter to me, mm-hmm. and, all, and and whoever wins the the Ruxin or the you know the the Sacco award, you know at the end for the who's the worst. The, those are always the funniest parts. I don't care about. I mean, basically, give me Raffy and Dirty Randy.
2: Yeah, and, <laughs> oh, I yeah. Don't,
1: and I don't. I don't care about. I don't care about any other storylines like the the storylines of Kevin and his wife being. Mad at each other and then coming back together. That's an that's that part with Pete that doesn't need to be part of this. Mm -hmm. They could just be mad at each other, but then they make up and she lets him tinker with hers and he lets her tinker with his. And that could be because that's the 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 that's one of those things I think doesn't translate in this show Mm. is them in bed Mm. later on. I'm skipping her all around.
2: That's Uh, fine. Yeah.
1: And they are they're canoodling and talking about you know their their lineup. These people love fantasy football i <laughs> barely look at it on my phone i set up my team and i talk some crap at the beginning of the season and then i don't even look at it like i'm just kind of like
2: you don't roster bait.
1: well no i don't roster bait <laughs> uh it, it's one of the, the the amount of tinkering they do i'm one against again i want to go you're an eight eight person team like sean said <laughs> yeah. everyone's available
0: yeah, there's Everywhere. so many players. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing, you know, the Mahomes, the
1: then get Tom yeah. Brady. Cause he's probably available.
0: Yeah. I mean the average roster, most leagues probably have 15 players. I assume they're, you know, they're not doing well, they talk yeah they talk about team defense. So they're not doing individual defensive players. So it's, you have nine players and six on the bench. So that's 15 players through, you know, for, for eight teams. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people just available on the waiver wire, just, out there to pick up for free
1: oh uh one thing we didn't say sean uh, our bona fides are you in the pl- your
0: playoffs for your for your fantasy league this year i didn't i i dropped off so my i had a money league that actually paid money that um we actually was 150 which i know is not a ton of money but it was enough to more than make nothing. sure people were paying attention oh yeah and i will say um so that league actually fell apart when when COVID happened so like the 2019 season, we probably went yeah from like 2008 to 2019, which I won. I won that final season, and it was it was a work league. And you may think, well, what you know, COVID and everyone's staying at home, you probably had a lot more time. You could have done, you know, why didn't you get more into it? It, it started off as an office league, and then um, people changed jobs and and went to other businesses and, and stuff. So it kind of spread, and then. You know, someone would leave, and then there'd be room in the league, and people from that new company would come and join. It kind of started to spread out, and and like I said previously, then the last couple of seasons we were down to eight teams. It was kind of petering out. But um, I won that final season, and then we stopped. So I'm still the champion. Nice. I am the
2: champion. You're so the reigning champion. I am the
0: reigning champion until that league picks up again, and You're then a real I real Rocky league- Balboa. You're just like I'm not fighting anymore. Uh, I'm not Don't fighting fight anymore. Ain't gonna be no rematch. it up, drop the mic. Ain't gonna be a rematch. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've I've played with with these gentlemen. We um, was it two seasons, a season or two, but that was. I mean, there was no money changed hands. There was no trophy. That was just kind of for fun. So I still hold on to. I am. So I am I am the champion um kind of in the clubhouse and I yeah did not do any fantasy this year. But um so so Jonathan, how are you doing? Are you in are yes. you in the your champions? Oh I am number one seed in my kids
1: league where I'm nice. beating children and adults alike. Excellent. The kids are actually better at this than we are because they actually remember stats. And mm-hmm. uh in my work league, which is also a pay league, I am in third place. So I got in the playoffs, so no problem okay. there. Just but I'm, I'm unfortunately up against a girl that has a 13-1 and one season who'll <laughs> be killing it. And so I'm just like, well, I'm not, I don't, I, I'll win my, hopefully I'll win this week and then I'll be, this is the playoffs. I'm in the playoffs. I'm in the quarterfinals. So hopefully I'll go mm-hmm. to the finals. I hope someone knocks her out because she's insanely good at this game. Every I found <laughs> out that she's won every year with almost undefeated team
0: every time. Whoops.
1: And she's not changing much. And I'm like, what are you? How is she picking these people? So
0: is she? Like, is, does she just draft really well, or is she, she working does. the waivers? She, or she, uh, she, she drafts, drafts
1: well, super well. Yeah. She picks like people that are just. She, half of her team, also none of her team got hurt this year. None of them. Yeah. Two of my people got hurt, and it, it was it allotted for like forty percent. Like forty percent of my points were from these two people. So I was like, okay, yeah. well, oh hey, we've talked a lot about uh, our <laughs> leagues.
0: Yeah. Um. So. So, Travis, are you doing? I forgot if you said. Are you doing uh, fantasy this year?
2: No, I haven't done okay. uh, any fantasy since we did our last hockey league. Yeah,
0: that was that hockey was too confusing for me. <laughs> That's too much stuff. If I remember, I I think I did okay, but I had no idea what was going on. Football is good. Like, there's a week. Like, you know, the games, Perfect. well, now they start, you know, they start Thursday and then the last game's Monday. And, like, that's the points. And then you got a, a couple of days to kind of reassess and right.
2: plan for the next week where, like, hockey, it's. The team like, plays every other day. So, yeah, yeah your, your week is, you know, has to be, like, a week's time. And in that time, they're playing yeah. four games. But there isn't
0: like, but they like there's games every day. There isn't like any day of the week where it's like, okay, every every team is off, and now I can reassess and bench people or trade people or you know pick people up, you know, free agents. Like, no, there's there's always games. Right
1: right now, I have someone who is questionable, but that's for Sunday, so I don't have to worry about that right now. (laughs) Yeah, I still got two days to wait.
0: You got two days. You got plenty of time. So all right, so that's kind of like I think I think we hit the main points of that first act. Um, um, So let me let's let's pull away from, <laughs> as we've already done, you know, kind of pull away from the action of the episode. And um, I, we, we kind of started to touch on it, but let me officially ask the question, um, do, you know, does this qualify as a true Hanukkah special or as I put it, is this kind of like a, a Christmas special where they've got the one Jewish friend? <laughs> what do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I do not think this is a good, Holiday episode. We've talked about it a lot. Sunny. Mm-hmm. Sunny made a Christmas. You know, they call it a movie. It's like an hour and whatever it qualifies, like hour and ten minutes or something like that. It's a long episode. You know, but but it's a Christmas episode. You know, mm-hmm. and that's a yeah. fun rewatch. It's it's a fun Christmas special. Um, I wish they had done that here. Make it a holiday episode. You know, and incorporate all the the Hanukkah elements that they need incorporate the Christmas elements for the you know the the other members of of the crew who you know celebrate Christmas like just i i yeah i wish it had been a holiday episode that then culminates in in the you know end of their season at the the church where it ends like you know they right. they could yeah. have done all that but instead they they did the EBDB stuff which again put it somewhere else in the season or save it for next season, or, you know, same with the Andre and his nemesis thing, like, no, this one doesn't work as a holiday episode for me.
1: I think this is yeah. why we're getting to, I have actually in front of me, from Ranker, the list of, they ranked the seasons as best to worst. Huh. And the fifth and sixth season are fifth and sixth. Fifth, five, six, seven is five, six, seven. The fifth, sixth, and seventh seasons are the the least popular seasons, and I think it's because yeah. what you're talking about Tebow, is there's, there's a weight to how much they've created in this world mm-hmm. and they're trying to deal with it.
2: Well, and they're also doing, you know, 13 episodes in a season. They're trying to cram in, they have to cram in an entire football season, which obviously they cut a lot of, a lot of sure. out of that. But then, yeah, they're trying to do a season's worth of a show in 13 episodes, which isn't uncommon now, especially, but then again, like, this is right around the time when short seasons like this is not the standard. It's it's starting to become that way around this time, but it's still yeah. kind of new. So it's still a lot to a lot of elements to try and shove into a season.
1: Yeah, they were they started in 2011 and they were never anything but 13. Mm. Whereas you like Sonny had normal had a normal 22 <laughs> episode season <yeah>, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, "Jesus, 26 episodes whatever it is." And now you're like, "Oh, it's like 10. Fine."
0: Yeah. I, I
1: don't care. And it's yeah, better ten, writing ten good ones and right. it's better writing. Um, I think they I think they have that problem with this. Um, I, It's not a Christmas one to me either. It's also not Hanukkah. It, I like the end of it. I love that it's done in a church at the end. Like when we get to the third act, it's great. But I, I do think it suffers from just too much going on. The, 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 the B and the C storyline should have just been cut completely. And it, I yeah, think it's yeah. A stronger episode overall.
0: Yeah, they've, they've got stuff that really, you know, there's nothing to do with. With holiday, you know, with the, um, you know, with Christmas or Hanukkah, um, or even the end of the season, uh, you know, really not directly related to football or, or the fantasy, they've got the the Ruxin Rafi Rebecca uh, sort of triangle or that storyline, which um, which allows them to introduce um, some Jewish concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, we, we see the candelabra, the menorah, and the dreidel, so there is some mention of of Hanukkah specific things. She can't work, <laughs> <on the Sabbath. laughs>
2: can't work on the Sabbath. Can't work on this. <laughs> See, it, and there's stuff like that that, hell, they got Lizzie Kaplan in this episode, yeah. and that was a nice surprise. But how great would it have been if this was a season-long, yeah. you know, buildup for Rafi mm-hmm. wanting to, to have sex with Ruxin's sister? That should have been a long, stretched out, and it might have started like an episode or two prior to this one. It did. I can't.
1: I think the writer, I think, I think whatever his name is, Jeff Schaefer, I think he, Mm -hmm. who is Jewish, I think he was towing the line on all of the Jewish stuff and the Christianity because he knew it turns people off when it's too, you know, you're asking for a Christmas episode, but some people are like, ugh, that's annoying. Whereas he also is trying not to bash, because Ruxin is a self-hating Jew, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. By doing him at, by doing stories around his Judaism, it's always negative stuff. Yeah, like the time, right. remember the time he drew the swastika on his street. <laughs> so that the, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, 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 <laughs> you don't wanna, he doesn't wanna fall in these pitfalls. This guy, is, sure. you know, this guy wrote for Seinfeld and it was an executive producer. Oh, okay. Wrote my favorite, mo- one of your favorite movies, Eurotrip, wrote mm. and directed Eurotrip. Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: The guy who did, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's fantastic stuff. So I think he was, I think in the writers room by fifth season you've got more writers than the original person Mm -hmm. writing so Mm -hmm. i just think there's too much crap on the wall yeah and is this this the
2: only time that they touched on the holidays i mean because every season of the show ends in december right or yeah like a football season right so is this the only time they touched on hanukkah or christmas
1: i can't remember i remember there being episodes in the
2: snow there's, yeah, seems like there's a lot of episodes in the snow. Yeah,
0: well, because
2: well, because there's
0: um, they do there's like a Krampus episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, right. They don't. They I don't think they do. Not every season, because I think what was it season season six? They like did they go to Hawaii or maybe though they went to like California? There's like th- there's oh, one right. season that wraps yeah. up. They're on the beach. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of in Chicago, they go to um, Laguna
1: Beach. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but I think. Yeah, not every season, uh, you know, they don't necessarily do a holiday special, but they've done maybe half the seasons, maybe three or four out of the seven. They do some overt um, overt holiday stuff, whether it's this, you know, where the, the title of the episode mentions Hanukkah um, or like the Krampus episodes or something like that. But um, yeah, I kind of it's mixed. Yeah. So obviously there's some things that have nothing to do with the holidays, but I will give it points that they don't prioritize or kind of, mention Christmas more than Hanukkah. Um, as I've said oh, before, think- like to, to to put together the the list of episodes that we decided to use for this season, I just kind of went online and searched like best uh, you know, best or most popular mm-hmm. Hanukkah TV episodes. and and some of the things some of the ones that come up are they're literally, it's a Christmas episode where the main character has one friend who's Jewish. Like there's, there's very little Jewish content, and right. even less Hanukkah right. content. So in, in that context, like in the range of the eight episodes that, that we're covering for the podcast, it's actually above average in terms of content and Hanukkah is not overshadowed by Christmas, which is amazing because the Hanukkah gets very little mention. Um
2: I don't even but, think they say Christmas in this yeah, episode. The,
1: uh, I'm looking it up, and there there's some th- things wrong in that Rancor yeah. thing. Uh, they started in 2009, and it was six episodes was the first season. Yeah.
2: That but, seemed like uh, a standard uh, FX. Here, this
1: will remind you, Kegel the Elf. Mm. Kegel, the elf, so <laughs> Kegel did, the elf. So they did do an okay. episode called Kegel the Elf. Yeah. yeah. There's one called St. Pete. So it looks like the they're, they're, like 12th oh. episode is normally like the Christmassy episode. Yeah. I don't know. The Krampus Carol. Yeah uh i'm looking for <laughs> flowers for taco okay uh baby <laughs> jeffrey jesus is one that was the one right before this one was baby jeffrey jesus see so there's a lot remember like him and being in this play yeah is part of this so yeah okay you know, yeah. we're missing a lot of that yeah yeah there's yeah, so- the last season last couple seasons it doesn't seem like they're talking about christmas the 13th yeah. stage is a great the great night of shiva no none of it's
0: yeah, so I, I kind of give it middle marks in terms sure. of you know the the balance between Hanukkah and Christmas. So you know what? Let me just go ahead and, and then jump to my next question, which is, um, does this episode capture the spirit of Hanukkah? <laughs> and that that's is whatever whatever Hanukkah means to you. Um, and I, I hear it sounds like Jonathan, you've got an opinion. No. Um, what do you think? It doesn't.
1: <laughs> It's barely even mentioned, and he calls the menorah a it's, candelabra. It's and he and, uh, and he infers that dreidels
0: are butt plugs. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but uh, he he washed them off, so it's okay.
1: Yeah, he washed them off of the sink. Okay. Yeah, he
0: washed it in the toilet.
1: No, uh, no, no, no,
0: no.
2: So, what, do you, Travis? Do you you agree? Disagree? I agree that it does not. Um, I I wish I knew more about. Hanukkah and this episode did not did <laughs> not teach me anything I, I like the concept of of the converting to Judaism for, for mm-hmm. whatever reasons that, that some of these characters do that I love the concept that Rafi is converting so that he can sleep with Ruxin's sister you know yeah.
1: well it also uh, helps to have the tip of his penis is black so he needs to have oh that cut off because it's, he left <laughs> it out in the yeah, snow <laughs>
2: the idea of that and, and keep in mind this episode is takes place over the span of one week you know of yep. time mm-hmm. so he has cut off the tip of his penis and by the end of the episode is having se- er, about to have sex with yeah, The is well,
1: from from a library where he stole a paper cutter or from a yeah. school, <laughs> a school, from like
2: the,
0: the one of those old fashioned paper cutters with the big yeah. blade that you dropped down. Yeah.
1: Oh, don't worry. Tebow and I work at we used to. Oh, Tebow still oh yeah. In print. I I used to work <laughs> in print. We had those for a while. until yeah. It was like they don't make straight cuts.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, they always pull a little bit. Yeah, yeah they pull to the yeah. side. Ooh. See, I'm so now I'm going to disagree. Hmm. And, and maybe I'm paying fast and loose, but part, you know, part of the miracle of Hanukkah, well, you know, part of the spirit of Hanukkah is the miracle of the oil lasting eight nights. You know, it's, it's um, you know, kind of divine help unlooked for that, okay. you know, that's a miracle that, yeah. you, you know, something you don't think can happen, you don't expect to happen, and yet it happens. And then at the end, you know, Jenny, she gets, she gets a, you know, a sack fumble, run back right. for a touchdown. She gets that eight point play. Um, you know, she gets that miracle to to win the trophy, to win the in the Shiva in the end. You know, and I think that kind of you know the miracle and part of it is big. And something that's big with Jews is you know the community that we stayed together and we were true to you know true to our community and that's how we survived through a tough time. And it's so so Kevin's been I don't know we we, we kind of talked about this plot like Kevin's been sleeping over at Pete's house because he's upset Jenny won't let him. Um, you know, tinker with her lineup. She's getting fantasy football advice from, from her rabbi, but eventually they, they make up, they reconcile and she, you know, takes his advice and they, you know, he talks about um, she was going to start the Dallas defense and he says, Hey, you know, Tennessee, they're playing the Jags. Um, You know, so he, you know, she lets him tinker with her lineup. And in the end, it's, it's the, you know, it's the Tennessee, it's the Titans defense that gets the, the eight point play that, that allows her to win. It's, the community, you know, a husband and a wife that's a, a kind of the smallest unit of a community. You know, that family they come together, they stick together, you know, as a family, and that leads to the miracle. Um, I think that's very in line with the spirit of Hanukkah. So, I'm gonna give it, I actually give it high marks. Um, in this category,
1: I think this is a very why didn't Hanukkah you see episode. all this
0: stuff, Travis?
2: <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it was right there in the episode. I I did like that final scene in the church with when this all started happening, you know, that that was a fun way to for Jenny to to win. I I love the character, the way they write Jenny and and created her character and that she's probably the best fantasy player in in the show. She's definitely better than than her husband, you know, Kevin. And I want to say she wasn't in the league. Nope until right. what I mean, season two dude or died. three
1: to so that die second year. Cause that dude died. They would. Okay. The
2: right, right, right. Okay. Which is yeah. stupid
1: because it's an eight man league. Just get another person and have a 10 person league. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, if you're going on that, then yes, it, it's super, it's super Jewish. So in this, the fact that at yeah. the end that Ruxin has paid a, a a choir to sing a song because that shows us a vengeful God, and the Old Testament is nothing but a vengeful God. Is that is that what we're looking for? Is...
0: Oh yeah. Oh, that Old Testament God is very much a Ruxin. Absolutely, oh, he is definitely um... Ruxin. Forever unclean.
1: That mm-hmm.
0: is. <laughs> And he's always worried about his little baby. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's just jump. I mean, a bunch of stuff happens that eh, is, you know, is entertaining, but isn't really that important to the whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, so we end up in a church where, yeah, so baby Jeffrey is playing Jesus in <laughs> their nativity play. Um, while these, you know, these ne'er-do-wells are in the audience, but they're all following the game on... On their phones. I guess this must be a Sunday. Mm
2: -hmm. No one. Nothing makes me more uncomfortable when watching a show like this than when people are obviously in a quiet place and they're talking just obnoxiously loud.
0: Just talking, yeah. They're yelling. I mean, Jenny gets up when you know when this play happens. Of course, they're yelling. She's and you know she's yelling at her phone as she's watching the the play unfold. And then she gets up and she's doing a dance about how and singing about how she's the Shiva. She's won this league. And everyone um, should suck which it. is yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone should suck it. Um, which is not something you usually do in a church. So yeah, so Jenny wins and then Kevin loses. So in the same household, you've got the Shiva, the the champion, and the Ruxin, the um the last place. And at that point, Ruxin leads in a choir, which yeah we didn't really get. Yeah we we find out that uh, what he says I think it's that Ruxin's connected to the priest of this church um, through the EBDB,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> and I guess he uses that as blackmail material to allow. This choir thing, though, maybe he he must have just said, oh, well, can I bring a choir in? I'm assuming right. he would didn't tell
2: what this <laughs> choir was going to be singing about. Because Ruxin has the ability I... in this series to make these grand things happen. Like at one point he hires the Chicago Bears to do like a reenactment of the 85 Bears, shovel. you know, whatever that song no, the, was. Like, Super Bowl Shovel. The Super Bowl yeah, shuttle, so yeah. he he has the ability to make these huge things happen that no one would ever, you know, no one in, a, in this rinky-dink right. little amateur fantasy football league would be able to, I mean, they meet players every season, you know? Yeah. Well, that's one of the fun things about the show and not and kind of getting away from this
0: episode and, and the holiday theme is the, the writers, you know, the, the showrunners must have been very popular and the show must have been very popular because oh, yeah. you get things like, you have Lizzie Kaplan playing uh, Ruxin's sister, who I think well, she's, she's only in a,
1: on it. Jeff Goldblum's uh, in it.
0: Like everybody. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum is, um, is father. Ruxin's father. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so they get big stars and they get football players. They And they get like, you know, not like the, the last guy on the bench. They get, you know, if, if you follow football or if you play fantasy football, then you will certainly recognize They got Ocho the Cinco back did. when he mattered.
1: You know, they. this is yeah. a flash in the pan thing. Like when you see them, you're like, oh, two years later, they washed out, but. Well, yeah, it, it, but all of it of the year of that season, they were the biggest players.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they they get people on. So, yeah. So, th- so we wrap up with Ruxin leading in this choir doing, you know, the Hallelujah chorus with with special lyrics. You know, Hallelujah, Ruxin screwed you. Hallelujah, Ruxin did this to you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I think we we which is yeah. We briefly skipped over the the whole like nativity thing, how it goes south (laughs) because Rafi, the uncle to baby Jeffrey, who is playing he's playing Joseph. A Kenyatta. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he he gives him some special lines to to add into the the play. And then the kid comes out with a knife and tells him like if he comes into his manger, he's gonna stick him.
1: And a huge (laughs) afro and beard. (laughs) He looks like a medallion.
0: So. Which is historically accurate. I mean, this is the Middle mm-hmm. East. They would mm-hmm. have been Semitic people. Um, you know, Joseph and Mary and, and Jesus. Which is funny. I mean, half it ties half Jewish, in... half Mexican, as we know. Yeah, that is, as we know, that, that is the blend. As we know, um, and and Ruxin says, like he, you know, he's pushing for um, this hookup between Rafi and his sister, thinking that, well, you know, that Rafi will convert to Judaism in order to appease. Uh, you know, the sister and kind of get it, get up her dinner, denim skirt. Um, and then, you know, his son, oh, Ruxin's oh, yeah. son looks up, looks up to his uncle and and that'll be an influence. You know, if the uncle's Jewish, then he can get his son more interested in the Jewish side of things, which actually calls back to an earlier episode. We talked to when we talked or talked about when we talked about friends, the one with the, the armadillo in that, you know, in that show, Ross is, you know, it's, it's another mixed marriage where the the father is Jewish and the mother is not. And Ross is trying to get his son uh, more interested in Hanukkah and kind of get him away from the influence of Santa um, and ends up dressing up as as an armadillo, which doesn't make any sense. But um, So this is actually a theme we've talked about in other episodes, that, you know, Ruxin's trying to get his son, um, you know, more interested in the Jewish side of his heritage. So it all, you know, there's a reason. It all fits together in the end. It's the reason of the season the reason the reason for the season well, But funny it, is it, that it...
1: in that set you can definitely tell their chance in on the on the uh all the stuff because they uh they they uh, there's no this would be the fourth day of advent this would be like the biggest this is the biggest night of church's year
0: mm-hmm.
1: and there's nothing up there's nothing except the nativity like yeah. there's no garland i was just like where's the garland right well, that's and, why even the- you it, it, it I, t- I'm t- from a weird world where I converted, so I'm like I'm like some of these people on the show. Other than you know, I didn't have to cut the tip of my penis off. That that's so you're the Rafi of the group. Yeah, well,
0: always. Yeah. I've <laughs> oh, always been the Rafi. A...
1: Hey, if you don't know who the Rafi of the group is, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I converted, so I was Christian for the first you know 18 years of my life, and it was like garland and candles and they t- and, and the, the Advent wreath. And I, I grew up Baptist, so I don't know if everybody has that kind of stuff. But you know, it was there. There were bows everywhere. It was very festive. And unfortunately, that to my, this day has ruined some of Hanukkah for me because that same that same kind of uh, pageantry isn't used in Hanukkah. Hanukkah is a different kind of holiday. It's not really a it's not a year ender like <laughs> Christmas is. Kind of like well, the year's ending. Here we go. We're wrapping up. So, yeah, you know,
0: Hanukkah is just it, it's a more of a minor festival in the right. Jewish calendar. And they and
1: we've yeah. kind of had to over the years uh the 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 Jews have had to uh decide like, well, just make it something more. Mm-hmm. You know, for for the kids, you know, for the kids.
0: For the like you know, for kids.
1: Cuz you don't want to have kids yeah. literally like out there like, why is isn't these people getting all these presents? That kind of sucks. So, you know, it's one of those it's it it, it it's definitely Harder to to deal with in in that way. So I think I think at the end of the day, most shows always lean on. Hey, how are we gonna have Hanukkah be fun this year? Right. As opposed to Christmas, which is this huge commercial thing, and most <laughs> of the people in America are, are Christian.
0: So it doesn't take as much work to make it seem fun on television. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So let me move on to my next question. I think I think I know where you're gonna fall on this um, based on previous comments, but. I'll ask it anyway. So, you know, a, a lot of what we've done in our previous holiday specials, we've talked about the movies that kind of become part of the tradition, That the, the holiday specials that people watch every year. Is this, um, you know, is this an episode that you would or, you know, um, maybe, you know, do you? Do you watch this every year for Hanukkah? No. I'll start with you, Travis. Oh, you,
2: go. you know, I, I, sure. s- <laughs> I sit down every Hanukkah and I, I put on this. No, no. Uh... No. No. Uh, watch the uh, Sunny Christmas Special instead. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's my fair. recommendation.
1: Yeah, that's 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 what it needs. It needs that level of a Sunny Christmas Special. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is this is nothing. I I wouldn't watch this. I would watch it in a rewatch, but I'm not going to watch it. I'd actually watch because it, it feels before.
2: like an afterthought for the the showrunners. Like this doesn't feel like like you know like anything. It just feels it doesn't even feel like a season finale. Nope. It it really just kind of just come, it, it's just a wet fart of an episode. Almost. I, I, there's good stuff in it, but it's, it's missing some epic, you know, there's, they've had some great season finales and this one's it's just, it's a, just
0: a, a choir singing at the end. How yeah. Do you it
2: more epic than that. I don't know. It, it,
0: yeah, I, I kind of see, like, I think if I may time, I may, if I'm doing a rewatch, I may try to time it so that <laughs> I end up watching this particular episode, you know, towards Hanukkah, towards the end of the year, you know, around December. But I think you're right. I
1: don't know if where they were with, like, re like getting re-upped. Mm-hmm. Like, are they doing, is the end of the end of the season? Did they know they were picked up yet for the sixth season? FX is always, so other than Sunny, mm-hmm. every show on there, I'm like, you're lucky if you get a year. Yeah. <laughs> So,
0: yeah, certainly yeah. and This is one of those shows in in that time where you, like you wouldn't know the season would wrap up and you wouldn't be sure if there was another season coming.
1: Right. Um, Which also so, to me it means to me that this wasn't that epic, so they must have known. They must have known. Cuz it's not epic. It, it, they could have written such a great ending for the show at Christmas and It's Hawk like and... you
2: said earlier, they could have sent Andre to uh, El Salvador, is that what they were yep. we, mm-hmm. we, you know, we didn't even yeah. touch on the reason why all that happened, but That would have been a great way to end the episode, him, you know, maybe Skyping in, you know, trying to get a message through at the end or something like that. And then that's where he is for the entire until the next season starts. And, And for some reason, then he's he returns from being abroad or, you know. Like do that. They're always they're always
1: shitting on him, so it's perfect. Yeah. It would be hilarious for him to not be there
2: at. And the think end. of how how much of a pompous ass he would have been if he had come back from a foreign country, you know, doing all these uh, uh, cleft palate surgeries. No Child
0: for... cleft behind. Him.
2: Yeah, like think mm-hmm. of how unsufferable un- better... <laughs> he would have been the next season. You know, being like this. Oh, oh yeah. I did this for... oh, when I was doing this for charity. You know. Like, that would have been a great direction yeah. to take uh, Andre.
0: Well, they could have done and they could have done it where he wins, but then he can't like he can't take the trophy and he can't enjoy it because he's <laughs> right. in El Salvador. There you go. Yep. Yeah. And then by the you know, by the time he comes back, oh, it's the next season. You're not the champion anymore. Like that's yeah. you know, that's so <laughs> he
2: didn't even get to celebrate <laughs> his. You know, that See,
0: that would have been good.
2: Yeah, yeah would have been good.
0: Um. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you like this. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I, it's a good series. I enjoy it. It's something yeah, I could see continuing to pull out every every couple of years to do a rewatch. And again, maybe trying to time it. So I'm watching, you know, these, you know, the, the, the season ending holiday episodes around December. But um, it it Yeah, it doesn't really stack up towards, you know, against some of the other holiday classics.
1: Yeah, especially if you got like, I mean, uh, you know, I know some of the ones you have in there, Sean, but, you know, the I mean, even the Friends episode is still more it's more Christmassy. I don't know if it's more Hanukkah, but it at least has some level of Christmas, whereas this hasn't I mean, this barely has any level of Christmas. I keep forgetting it's Christmas because it's, you know, they're in California mm-hmm. uh shooting this, but they're supposed to be in Chicago. There's no, you never see snow. <laughs> uh, I guess that scene with Rafi and Rebecca, there's snow. Yeah on the ground in front of the, front yeah, of the when
0: house, they're but when they're out in the van. Yeah. Yep, on
1: one of those hills, one of those hills of Chicago. <laughs> we have guys, we have
0: famous hills here, in case yeah. you're wondering. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> is known for its hills. Well you know you know it's Christmas because there's hay in the church. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I'm Jewish. Apparently that's a thing. Is oh, Jonathan yeah. and Travis, is that something you do around Christmas? There's hay. <laughs> that's, it's not a that's
1: not a Christian thing. That's a farmer thing. He's from Indiana. He knows exactly <laughs> where there's hay everywhere. There, yeah. There's I used to
2: everywhere. I used to have to annually buy two bales of hay to put on the outside of my house so that my my uh, downstairs bathroom wouldn't freeze. From the <laughs> spirit of the Lord at Christmas? From being on an exterior wall and having oh, those okay. pipes, you know, mm-hmm. not insulated well enough.
1: Yeah, bales of hay are, yeah, you got to have, you got to have hay in your nativity, man. A real nativity. You
0: know, have Jesus
1: was born in a, a manger. Remember, he's born in basically a, a trough,
0: Fresh, a, yeah. a,
1: a food slop trough, and it's going to have, <laughs> it's going to have hay underneath. <laughs> I like you're the, you're that Jewish. You're like, I've, I, is hay a part of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if that quite qualifies as, as kind of quote unquote that Jewish, but. Um that's pretty true. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, I guess. I yeah, I don't know. I don't
2: know what churches do. I'm country,
1: I'm, do country Jewish, I'm country Jewish. So
2: <laughs> so tell me this about Hanukkah. Is there, is there it's spread across eight nights. Is there mm-hmm. one particular night where you would have bunch of people gather? I mean, I understand like the families would maybe do something special each night, a dinner or or something, but is there like one part 1 night of hanukkah that everyone gets together like like
1: is there a beginning of it kind of like together
2: yeah there there's tradition tradition i
0: mean i think officially it's just 8 nights i don't mm-hmm. think that you know kind of like you know in the origin there's nothing special it's not like um like passover is another one that's 8 nights but then there's like you do special saders like the first two nights are are a big deal there um but there are, you know, d- different communities celebrate different things. Um, there are places where they'll do, they'll have a big bonfire where they like collect all the unused, uh, there the remnants of the candles and the wicks that are left over. And they'll have a big fire on, on the last night. There is, there's actually, there's another holiday, Rosh Chodesh Tevet, which falls on the sixth night of Hanukkah. And in some communities, um, what you'll have, uh, the, the, um, the girls and the women of the community will gather and um, kind of you know tell tales and recall Jewish heroines of the past. And uh, particularly relating to the, the Hanukkah story is uh, Judith, which is one of our kind of um, foremothers um, who was a Jewish woman during the time of the Maccabees. and Hanukkah was kind of um, you know, active in that same time frame. So there are some things that um, different communities will celebrate. Um, or different observances on particular nights. But in general, and I think particularly with, I think most like um, Western Jewish communities or American Jewish communities, it's just, you know, it's just eight nights. There isn't like a special night.
1: Here's the problem. They didn't codify this stuff early enough like the Christians did. The Christians Mm go, I don't care if you're Presbyterian Methodist. Here are the things we're going to do. We're going to do a tree. We're going to do a wreath. We're going to do candles. Like they they set it out, whereas the Ju- Judaism it's well the fun thing about being in Judaism is it's kind of it it's the old country buffet. go back <laughs> as much as you'd like, partake as much as you'd like, kind of make it into what you want it to be if you are like me i am I am not a uh conservative jew, I am not a Hasidic jew, I am not a lot of different kinds of Jews, and like I have friends who are i would consider them extremely uh uh, non-traditional, but they also keep kosher. So you know, it's they choose what they want. Uh, I I love a religion that has the kind of a nice, loose system to it. Uh, I don't know if that's how Sean, if that's how you grew up. Like, I don't know if you grew up in a uh, a more conservative family or oh, the opposite, and you became more conservative. I don't know if
0: I don't know what kind of Jew. Yeah, you my, are. Um, I mean, I know you, was... but I don't know what
1: kind of Jew you are.
0: Yeah, what kind of Jew are you? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of Jew are you? <laughs> So we went to a, a conservative temple, which is sort of the, um, the middle ground of, of, of the Jewish spectrum, you know, kind of you've got your Hasidim and your Orthodox on, on one end and Reform on the other. Um, we were kind of in the middle. Well, the, the temple we went to was conservative sort of in the middle, but we were on the, the light end. The less strict, the more reformant of of observances of like you know kind of the, the daily rituals and so mm-hmm. forth. Um, but yeah, Jewish is it's kind of like you know like Yiddish, where it's you know which is a mix of kind of Hebrew and mainly German, just sort of a mix of languages that um, that the Jews were exposed to in in Europe. And and a lot of the observances are that way as well. You find the different communities throughout the world, the different Jewish communities will have. Particular particular traditions and celebrations. You've got you know your Spanish Jews versus um, your Eastern European Jews and your Russian Jews and African Jews. You know all have different things that kind of you know pick up little bits of um, the the local customs. So yeah, there's a little bit of that. You know, and, and kind of and it kind of gets reflected in. In the Hanukkah tradition, so, you know, the oil being, you know, the oil lasting eight nights is sort of the, very central is is the, the Hanukkah story. So you have fried foods, but, you know, you've got the potato latkes, but then you've got some places where they do like fried plantains. If, if you're in an area mm. where plantains are common, so, you know, you can kind of, you know, kind of fry whatever, you know, traditional foods you have. And, and that makes it, that makes it Hanukkah.
1: Mm. Yep. Hanukkah is in your heart. Travis, doesn't have to be out in the stores. (laughs) It's not in a a magical building where you have to go to. Oh, that's why
2: Target has like an end cap of Hanukkah items and the rest of the store is Christmas.
1: Right. Okay. We are the end cap (laughs) of religion. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well... Can't not put anything out, but here, here's some
2: blue and silver
1: stuff. We just kind of had when you see it, you always go. Do you think Hanukkah is a birthday party? Because I feel like you think Hanukkah is a birthday party because <laughs> the stuff you put out is for a birthday party. So uh, all I want is like, re- like every year I collect uh, Meredith laughs at me. I'm like, every year I'll find something that is I'm like, oh, look, this isn't tacky because it's all like paper. Yeah. And I'm like, this is junk. Like over here is this Christmas stuff and it's awesome and I want like I put I still put in my house like I put uh the cuz I like the smell of pine. Mm-hmm. And I'm I could put blue ribbon on that. That's fine. And some candles in there. No problem. But, you know, it's every year I'm always trying to find more, you know, holiday uh more Hanukkah type stuff cuz also my parents are Christian, so we also we don't have a Christmas tree, but we hang out with them. Like this year I'm going to Dollywood. The most Christian place. <laughs> for christmas so i will be there christmas day they are closed
2: you mean tomorrow
0: yo you mean tomorrow, tomorrow. Right now i am in dollywood i'm not in dollywood, in dollywood. Also... as we are listening right now you're calling Wait, in no, live from dollywood no, what now oh. what kind of hanukkah decorations do they have it at, at dollywood you can have a uh, reporter on are, the scene
1: they are closed christmas eve and christmas day uh i will be in a hot tub mm-hmm. eating <laughs> fried foods like a good jewish boy <laughs> In the mountains, okay? You're and washing good.
0: off those dreidels.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to wash them off. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. Um, so I think we've we've kind of run the course. <laughs> we've kind of run, run away with, with this episode. Before we wrap up, I want to ask, I'll start with you, Jonathan. Do you have any special Hanukkah memories, any Hanukkah stories you want to share with our listeners?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, I mean, no. It- no is an acceptable
2: answer. It's the end cap of <laughs> religion. That says it I mean, all. There's there's I, I, nothing to
1: on it. I don't want to be. Uh no, it's it you know what? It's a very stressful time because it's eight days of gifts for your children, and that's a lot of pressure over one day of gifts for your children. I know it's usually you give them one each day and it's fine, mm-hmm. it all works. But it was very stressful early on. But now we do experiences with my kids because they're older. So we'll just go do stuff each night and just kind of hang out and like play games together. It's very it, but Hey, before COVID, this was the bonding time was Hanukkah. Hanukkah was a very get together. You eat some great food. You have a good time. You hang out with your family. Uh, since I'm like, I don't need to be around you as much. It's not special anymore. I'm I'm around you all the time. So, you know, it, it has changed a little bit, but now we, you know, we try this year. Uh, uh, it's, um, it starts on like the 18th, I believe.
0: You're right, yeah.
1: So, um and you'll go. be at Dollywood. I won't be there. I won't be there yet. Only oh, they're open for Hanukkah, just in case you're wondering. Hey, Jews out there, uh, Dollywood is open for Hanukkah.
2: So, do some Chinese food and then go to Dollywood.
1: Yeah. Hey, that's the most Jewish thing ever.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
0: How about you, Travis? Any
2: any Hanukkah memories? <laughs> it's so hard to pick no. <laughs> one. You know, other uh, than
0: watching this this episode of the league.
2: Since I can't pick one favorite Hanukkah you know, memory. No, I, I wish I, I, I'd be interested to, to experience a Hanukkah, but again, it's not one night that I could like go to, you know, but, right, uh, right. no, I, yeah, you I know, would, you'd, uh,
0: you'd have to go with, with Jonathan to Dollywood. <laughs> coming <Yeah>. to Dollywood. <laughs> well, sure. All right, let's get the Airbnb. Here we go. <laughs> the EBDB, BNB.
1: Yeah. B. We are not Eskimo brothers. I don't think
2: that, you know,
0: of
1: us, yeah, well, We'll
0: have to we'll have to run the numbers on that. But so, um, yeah, so let's let's wrap it all up. Thank you both gentlemen for um, yeah, for for sharing this holiday um, and sharing this episode with me and sharing it with our listeners. And I'm sure they they want to share more with you and and hear more um, from you. So um, I'll I'll start with you, Travis. Why don't you let our listeners know where they can where they can find you?
2: So I am a host of the Real Comic Heroes, like uh, like Sean said up at the top. We do uh, movie, comic book, movie reviews. You know, we branched out from from. We don't just do comic book movies, but uh, we do you know James Bond and Planet of the Apes and that sort of stuff. We uh, we've got a big backlog. Uh, currently, we are on hiatus. You know, my my co-host Patrick, he you know has been in the process of moving house for the last couple months, and just he needed to take a break from podcasting. So as of this recording, and probably as of the when this airs, there probably hasn't been a new episode for for a little while, but we did do a fun uh, a reading of a never-made uh, Spider-Man movie from 1994 that would yeah. have eventually turned into the version that James Cameron was going to do uh so you, we did a a kind of a we a read through of that script with you know voices and and all that stuff so that's available um but there's still 7 years worth of episodes to to check out there so real comic heroes real with two e's and then yeah I also do Marvel events timeline that show also on hiatus but there's still a, a decent little backlog. We've only kind of been going for a little over a year, so you can check that out anywhere as well.
0: Yeah, I would, those are um, two great shows. I would encourage people to check those out. And yeah, if you're not familiar with them, there you've got a, a a very healthy back catalog that people can get caught up on. He's been podcasting hiatus. for like ever. Yeah, yeah, he's OG. 2015, mm-hmm. going cool. way back. Um, and so, and Jonathan, I, I believe you have. Uh, a couple podcasts going on yourself.
1: Uh speaking of hiatuses, I'm in my second year of hiatus with Minute Impossible. We will come back. I swear to God, we're gonna finish. Uh we, we do the Mission Impossible movies one minute at a time with my friend Chris from college. Uh and uh and I also do a show called The Cast and the Furious, where we watch the Fast and Furious movies one quarter movie at a time, which is a lot less uh work. And please that one. That's my friend Murren. And I'm going to name it now because have you had Robin on this podcast? No, no. I'm going to name on. it now. Oh, wait. No, I have had Robin on. What am I talking about? Um, Did he talk about Highlander cut by cut? Well, because we're doing that. We're going to do a, a cut by cut series, which is uh, we're going to start with sword movies. So the greatest sword <laughs> movie ever is Highlander. Then we're going to probably do some other ones like Beastmaster, things like that. And then we might oh. get into things that we think loosely define as cuts. <laughs> Basically, we're taking the minute-by-minute model and turning it into cut-by-cut, so we can do bigger chunks of the movies. Uh, Robin, I'll just start that in the new year because he's okay, all full know, up.
0: On- yeah, Robin was with us last night where we covered um, Seinfeld. The um, oh for Festivus, but yeah, I don't, I don't think he mentioned that. He must have Wouldn't
1: slipped
0: his mind. Yeah, are saving yet. it for you.
1: So I've now put it out there in the world, so we have to do it. So, uh, so
0: now you have to do it. All right. I'll, I'll third podcast that I'll do for a while. And then you'll go on hiatus.
1: Well, no, I mean, you know what I need? I need a secretary to help me out with this kind of stuff. And Robin is the kind of person that is extremely on the ball when it comes to recording. I need someone to just say, Hey, show up in a recording. Okay. And I'll do mm-hmm. that. So that's what we're going to do. And you'll do that.
0: Okay. And listeners, you can always show up for us at next and next on the social media, and I will also um, I'll throw in a plug for my personal page, which is at catandshawn where I link to all my podcast stuff as well as my guest appearances. Um, and I actually happened to um, to stop by for a few minutes of that minute minute impossible where I talked about a few minutes of um, those Mission Impossible films. So you can you can check that out at catandshawn.org along with all the other uh, wonderful podcast stuff. And so listeners, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. And I hope you will join us tomorrow night for our eighth um, our eighth night, our exciting conclusion to this Hanukkah special. And so we will see you next time on The Next Scene.
1: <laughs>
2: Shiva Kamini Kandakama Kandra Kram Shiva Kamini Soma Kandra Kramand Hey, kramper. hey.